Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when, well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. Today, I am reminding you, in the words of the incredible, phenomenal, just inspiration in my life, Maya Angelou, who said, you are good enough as you are. You have nothing to prove to anyone. That's it. That's everything. You are good enough exactly as you are today in this moment. You are good enough. Let's just sit there for a moment because especially as healthcare providers, this speaks to one of our core wounds. You know, It's so interesting to me in my journey and in my new passion of coaching and supporting healthcare providers, dentists, doctors, physical therapists, whoever you are out there, if you are taking care of and providing care for the incredible men and women in your life, for your patients, for your family, for your team, then hear this, you are good enough. One of the things that catches us in our lives is a very similar set of core wounds, fears, insecurities that we established in our belief structure along the way. And one of the very common ones is not feeling good enough. And maybe you haven't even uncovered this in yourself, and maybe it isn't one of your core wounds, but it seems to be a very common one. And when we talk about core wounds, it's so interesting because that core wound is what makes us think certain thoughts, hold certain disempowering beliefs, and sometimes take actions that are out of alignment with who we really are at our core, who we want to be. Core wounds are the things that stop us from standing in our dreams, from reaching for the life of our dreams. Core wounds are the things that cause us to self-sabotage or not be grateful or present in the moment when everything we've asked for is coming true. Core wounds sabotage relationships, wealth, opportunity. So it's so fascinating when we can identify that core wound and begin to address it and set ourselves free from it. And today what we're talking about is the core wound of not feeling good enough. So how do core wounds happen? Well, you know, generally 
they take place or they start in early childhood. When someone says something or an event happens that we in our child mind interpret to be a definition of ourselves. So maybe when you were five, somebody said something to you that made you believe in your five-year-old mind that you weren't good enough. And you've continued to hold on to that core wound throughout your life because as you got older, there kept being evidence, events that were evidence in your life to support that belief, that core disempowering belief. So maybe your parents got divorced and at seven you thought, well, that's evidence of me not being good enough. If I was good enough, they wouldn't have gotten divorced. Something a seven-year-old mind might think, but as we get older and more mature, it no longer serves us. But we forget to address that deep-seated belief about ourselves. It's so interesting because we allow ourselves to mature in so many other aspects. You know, none of us think that we have to hold on to that five-year-old's understanding of mathematics right? We allow ourselves to develop and grow, but have you allowed yourself to develop and grow from beliefs that you had about yourself, intrinsic self-defining beliefs as a child that now are impacting you in adulthood? And this one of not being good enough, I find very common in our profession, in dentistry and in medicine. Why? Because I think so many of us choose the profession to prove ourselves to prove our worthiness. Somewhere along the way, maybe it felt good to take care of other people. If I save your life, I'll be good enough. If I heal you, maybe I'll be good enough. If I transform your life by transforming your smile, maybe that will make me feel good enough. But here's the thing about core wounds. Unless we address them for ourselves internally, Nothing outside of us will ever be enough to overcome that not good enough feeling. Doesn't matter how many people tell us you're not good, you are good enough. Doesn't mean, doesn't matter how many times I remind you of Maya Angelou's incredible and beautiful quote. If you don't feel it from within, you'll never feel good enough. And it's interesting because in healthcare, it can actually work against us. When we're constantly seeking self-approval from other people's validation. In other words, if every day I'm going to serve my beautiful patients and I don't feel good enough, I keep waiting and wanting my patients to tell me that I'm worthy. Maybe I keep waiting and wanting my team to prove it to me. But there's never going to be enough to satisfy that insecurity unless I address it for myself. And so often, what then compiles is some shame and guilt because really, we just want to be great people. We just want to take care of one another. But if underlying that is this insecurity that I'm not good enough, seeking it outside of ourselves can sometimes get in the way of us being our best selves for other people. Is this beginning to ring a bell for you? So I'll give you an example, because this is a core wound I most definitely 
have identified with. You know, I try to think back in my life where this started. And I think for me, it really was when I moved to America. When I moved to America, I was around 10 years old. And when I was living in South Africa, grew up in South Africa, I thought I was amazing. <laughs> I was such a brave, proud little girl. I would sit in the front of the class. I would stand up on a stage. I would run as fast as I could. I would sing as loud as I could. I loved trying to be good at things. I loved feeling the joy of it. I never felt insecurity or not good enoughness until I came to America in the 80s and definitely was an outsider. Definitely spoke, looked, acted differently from all the other 10-year-olds and was told that I wasn't good enough in many regards. In fact, one of the things I remember so clearly is I used to ask a lot of questions. I was a very curious child. And I'll never forget my teacher in America putting up a big sign on the podium where he stood that said something to the effect of, there are such a thing, there is such a thing as stupid questions or think twice about the question you're about to ask. And it was very clear that that sign was put on the podium for me. It became very clear that I was asking too many questions. And immediately I interpreted that in my 10-year-old mind as not being good enough. I asked too many questions. The same thing was reflected in my friends. You know, I wasn't speaking the right way. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't interested in the same things my friends were interested in. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't wearing the right clothes. When we moved to America, we had very little money. And so we didn't have the clothes that all my friends had. We were really either getting some things off the incredible trash that our neighbors would leave, which was amazing. We were living in this incredible land where people threw really good clothes on their trash that was available for free. I thought it was awesome. Got my first pair of ice skates that way and felt so wealthy, but very quickly learned that it's not cool to have ice skates from somebody's trash. So once again, not good enough. That core wound sat with me and still rears its ugly head from time to time. But identifying that core wound is so important. So when I look back at my choices over my lifetime, taking care of others, being in a place of service, was a passion always for me. I love taking care of others. And I don't think that that choice for me was directly related to not feeling good enough, but man, did it start to influence my choices within healthcare. I started to really put a lot of value on feedback from my patients, feedback from my team, feedback from my family. And every time I would weigh that in my mind, whether or not it meant I was good enough. Now, the truth is when you feel not good enough, nothing makes you feel good enough. It doesn't matter how much you push yourself. It doesn't matter how many accolades, how many degrees, how many 
patients you treat, how many lives you save, how many lives you transform, it will never be enough to satisfy that not good enough feeling. The part that begins to undo our intention is when we're seeking the validation constantly. So how can I be better to make people keep telling me and reminding me that I am good enough? Those little hits. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in, but it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. You know, it's an interesting conversation to have in the lens of healthcare because it does speak a little bit to why we do what we do. You know, I think healthcare providers are often touted in the public as heroes. And many of us in healthcare don't feel that way. We don't feel like we're heroes. We're just doing what we do because we want to take care of other people. And sometimes we also want to hear it. Is it possible to do your best for someone and know and feel that and know that you are good enough, that your best is good enough without hearing it back from them, without having that mirrored back to you. That's where the power lies. Because in truth, many of our patients don't always know or have the tools for saying thank you. Or they feel like they did, they just didn't say it in a way that we wanted to receive it. Do you need your patient's validation? Do you need those good reviews online? Do you need your family to constantly be telling you, thank you, thank you, you're good enough, this was great, this was amazing? And do you keep pushing yourself beyond exhaustion (laughs) to get those? accolades, to get those reviews, to get those comments? What if it was possible to identify, wow, I really have this core wound of not feeling good enough. I'm really seeking for a lot of space outside of me for that validation. How can I give it to myself? This is where So often what I talk about on the podcast of when you feel good, you can do good. When you feel insecure, you keep reaching for validation. When you feel not good enough, your actions and your intentions are slightly skewed by a little shadow of wanting to feel good enough, looking for someone to tell you you're good enough. What if we all just realized, in the words of Maya Angelou, You are. You are good enough. What if we could let go of the cultural cultural misunderstanding that feeling good enough is not egotistical or selfish? You know, there's that social norm of 
martyrdom. We should have to give ourselves away. We should be constantly giving up of ourselves. You know, even in um, personal development, they always say, if you want to find happiness, you'll find it in service to others. And yes, that's true. Feeling fabulous about serving others is an enormous happiness builder, but not if it comes with a caveat of needing that validation from the person you're serving. Can you give to your patients and your team and your family without needing them to thank you or even to recognize? I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) It feels really good to hear someone say thank you. It feels really good to be seen and recognized for your efforts. That's huge. Now imagine the superpower of being able to give that to yourself. Being able to say, wow, Taryn, you really have taken great care of your patients this week. You made some great choices. You have done a very good job just the way you are. You don't need to be better. You don't need to get more degrees. You don't need to do better online. You don't need to put in more hours. What you do and who you are is enough. Imagine that. Imagine that self-validation. Imagine showing up every day to work, to serve your patients without needing them to validate your efforts. I mean, this is pretty deep stuff. (laughs) This is my life's work. This is what I love to support my incredible clients with because when we feel that self-validation, we're not looking for it. So if my patients are having a bad day, it doesn't make me feel less worthy. If they don't say thank you, if they don't recognize my efforts, it's okay. Because I'm recognizing my efforts. See the difference? Needing somebody to validate and to give you that validation is very different from offering it and being able to support ourselves in the understanding that, guess what? You are absolutely enough and worthy of it. Imagine showing up to work every day feeling completely worthy. You don't have to prove it to anyone. You're going to do your best, and you do not need to earn your worth or your enoughness, because that's the truth. That is the truth. So one way to do this is to think back into your childhood and recognize when that belief actually attached to you. When was it? What was the conversation? What was it? that you used as evidence of you not being good enough? And can you just step outside of that story for a moment and recognize it for what it really is? That person who said something to you was just going through their own bad day, their own insecurities, their own core wounds. Those little kids all around me when I moved to America who were mocking me for my clothes. They were just kids. (laughs) They were other 10 and 11 and 12-year-olds who were just struggling with their own identity, trying to fit in. They didn't 
have anything malicious behind it, but it also was not the truth. Of course I was good enough. Of course I was good enough. And I can let go of that misunderstanding that my 10-year-old mind took on as validation for herself. She saw that as evidence of not being good enough. But just like at 10 years old, I didn't understand calculus, I can allow my 10-year-old self to learn from it, to see it differently, to see that every single one of us is good enough. We're all trying our best. Even in healthcare, all of us are trying our best. None of us wakes up in the morning and thinks, I'm going to be the worst dentist today. (laughs) I'm going to be the worst physical therapist today. No, we go in trying our best. If there's one thing I know about you in healthcare is that you really care about other humans. In fact, sometimes we care so much, we want to do the most perfect job for them. And what a beautiful trait to have. What a beautiful value to have. And know that you are enough exactly the way you are in order to do that. You do not need to prove anything to anyone. Give yourself permission that it doesn't need to be proven to you by anyone. Give yourself that proof. How do I do that? I remind myself every day, Taryn, you're good enough. You're, You're more than good enough. You have a beautiful heart and you are doing great work in this world. Giving myself that validation. You know, I have to be honest with you. When I first started doing it, it felt so weird and uncomfortable. It felt so awkward. It felt selfish. It felt egotistical. I mean, all the judgmental words. Let's throw it on there. It felt very weird to say, Taryn, you are amazing and you are doing a great job and you are absolutely worthy and good enough to take care of these incredible patients. That felt weird, but it's very important work. Just because it's weird doesn't mean we don't do it. Because when I validate myself, I don't need it from someone else. So I can give my care more freely without condition. Because if I'm honest with myself, when I started out in this profession, I did it with condition, seeking other people's approval, seeking other people's validation seeking other people's evidence that I was good enough. Instead of taking that responsibility for myself. And that is the ultimate responsibility. Taking responsibility for our own emotions, our own thoughts, our own beliefs, and most importantly, our own actions. See, because often we jump to the actions part. We think, oh, I'm going to take responsibility for my actions. And then during the day, sometimes we take action without thinking or we do so reactively. And then at night we get home and we think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Or we justify what we did. We try to feel better about it. So it has to start with our thoughts and our feelings. It has to start there, and it has to start with taking responsibility for how I feel about myself and knowing that I have to remind myself that I'm good enough. I can't ask someone else to do it for me. Ooh, 
<laughs> deep stuff, my friend. We are starting out this week going deep. I just, I knew I needed to bring this to this conversation today because I've been noticing this in so many of our beautiful colleagues. It's the same core wound. And if you're identifying that in yourself, please give yourself some grace. Let yourself know, thank you, thank you for letting me have this realization now. Try to let go of the judgment if you're beginning to judge yourself about actions you may have taken that were evidence of this insecurity or disempowering belief. Let go of the judgment and just sit in the gratitude of the understanding right now that you have, wow, I think I might have a core wound of not feeling good enough. Now I see it in my actions and my thoughts and my feelings. The awareness is everything, everything. And if you did identify with this, then you might be interested in this amazing course that I have poured my heart and soul into and 10 years of study and research and learning from experts. And this course is specifically for healthcare providers, dentists, doctors, auxiliary team members, professionals in healthcare. That's what this course is for. And it's coming out in January. 2023. And if you're listening to this and you think, oh my gosh, I think I might have a core wound of not feeling good enough. Come to me, my friends. You're going to love this course. It will literally change your life. It'll change the way you practice your craft. It'll change the way you practice medicine and dentistry. It'll change the way you parent. I promise from a more empowered place. I am living proof of it. Not one thing I teach in this course I have not used for myself in my own life and seen the transformation of it. So please, if you are interested, send me an email, taryn at drtarynmccarthy.com. So it's T-A-R-R-Y-N at D-R-T-A-R-R-Y-N-M-A-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y.com. Taryn at drtarynmccarthy.com. I will put you on the wait list. I am only taking a small number of people in this cohort for this course because there is a group component. Everyone in healthcare is welcome and we are keeping it small. So if you want to be on the wait list, definitely send me an email and I will be sure to do so and send you the information about it. It is called Radical Happiness for practitioners. And like I said, it is just for healthcare providers. One of the things that we'll be talking about is understanding our core wounds and recognizing how it influences us in our delivery of healthcare to our patients and also in how we lead our teams, how we lead our families, how we interact with our family members. And once we can take back that awareness, once we can own that awareness and that responsibility for our own happiness, that's when we can actually be our best for our patients and our families and ourselves. Because I believe in my core that when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. 
When you prioritize your own happiness and healing, you can be better for everyone else. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a colleague and elevate their day. And if you'd like more insight and support, join me in our private Facebook group, The Business of Happiness Hive. And until next time, remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye.